No! No! What? Because I was married for two fucking years! You're a cunt, Ryan. You cunt. You're a cunt, Ryan. No, sir, I don't like it. No, sir, I don't like it. You're a What is up, everyone? It is episode 88 of Heil no, Hitler. Sir, I don't wait. What? Hey, <laughs> no, that's what, just what, what the fuck? I didn't. I didn't. I don't mean that. I'm just saying HH is that's the 88. The HH. Where did how did you get to Hitler? To like, 88, the Nazi number. Is, if, if this is the first episode that anybody ever listens to us, I don't want them getting the impression that that's what this show is about. No, it no, is no. not. It H, is not one of those. H is the eighth letter in the alphabet, and then so 88 is HH, which stands for how Hitler. Nazis use that, don't you know that? They use the number 88. No, I thought they used the little lightning bolts or whatever. The SS. They use that too. The lightning bolts are SS. So they have letters and numbers? They have it all, baby. <laughs> <laughs> if you ever see a punk band with the name with the letters numbers eighty eight after it, like Stormtrooper eighty eight, you know it's a Nazi band. Oh wow. Yeah. I had no idea. Is I, that isn't that the number for that lumberyard place? Is that a is that Lumberyard eighty eight? Is that <laughs> that a, does sound like an oi Nazi oi band. <laughs> I think it's 87. 88. Oi, oi, oi. What's up, everybody? Uh, it is we don't hail Hitler on this podcast. 88. Uh, not a fan of Hitler. Uh, I apologize for my <laughs> strong line in the By dirt the way, that's here. Brian Vokey, everybody. I'm Carmen Morales. <laughs> um, thank you for listening, first and foremost. Um, this is No Sir, I don't, I don't Like It. It's a podcast where we talk about shit we don't like. Like Hitler. Yeah, like Hitler. Oh, um, <laughs> nice <Nope>. save, Brian. <laughs> nice save. <laughs> If they could only see my mustache right now. <laughs> he draws it on with a Sharpie Let's say every I'm, single day. <laughs> I'm just a big fan of Charlie Chaplin, that's all. That's all it is. <laughs> yes, it's Charlie Chaplin. This podcast is brought to you by Brondell. Not anymore. <laughs> Wash the Hitler off of your asshole, friends and family. Um, the Schittler. The Schittler. <laughs> clean the Schittler's sh- list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I call my asshole my Schittler. <laughs> Sorry. They got uh, our favorite product. If our favorite product of theirs is the bidet, but they also have other things: air purifiers, water purifiers. They have travel bidets. They have that purify your shitler with yeah. a bidet. <laughs> Keep your shitler pure. You know, I've been thinking about it. By the way, we're uh, we are uh, Brian and I are on the road together right now. We are in Virginia, Newport News, Newport News, Virginia, home of Michael Vick, dog fighter, Wolf Wolf. Mm-hmm. And um, another, something else that we don't like, Brian. Very good, very good. He likes to bring stuff. I like up. Michael Vick. You do? He served his dime. He he paid for his crime and other okay. things that rhyme. <laughs> I, I like Mike Vick. I, I'm not anti Mike Vick. I think a lot of the anti Mike Vick stuff is uh, steeped in racism, which is something I don't like. Anyway, Brondell, fantastic. Yeah, fanta- yeah we're on the road, and we so we've been in uh, hotels a bunch, and I Hotels. was thinking. I, they should. I think hotels would save way more money on how long people shower if they just put a bidet in the room, or even just put a bidet attachment. We got to get Brondell in on. It's like maybe get get like a hotel contract. Yeah, know? so they could save the toilet paper. I'm sure. I mean, the old Vanguard, the old Trumpers would you know who are stuck in their ways would not be. They would not want to be. Well, in they would have the option. I'm yeah. I'm certain because they would. I do like how they fold the toilet into a little arrow. The toilet paper. They do to make it pretend like it's a new roll, yeah, even it's though like, it's, it's it's less than an inch thick yeah. of to- toilet paper. It's brand new. Oh, look how cute you guys! You guys get the petite rolls here. Yeah. 
But you're right. They should get a bidet also because um, I like to, nothing helps a hangover like a cold blast of water up your ass. So it's true. Now. And we have, uh, we have been drinking on this run. I'm not going to lie. Um, I had to, yeah, to stick my ass in the sink just to get cold water in there to help with the hangover. Oh, really? Yeah. You know how hard it is to get your asshole, your shitler around a faucet? I thought you were to put your face in cold water when you have a hangover. <laughs> I think you're doing the wrong end, Brian. Oh. <laughs> I'm putting my shitler over the faucet and I can't, I don't know, I don't know what to do. I thought, I was like, I, 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 I don't think I could do that, man. There's a, there's a perfectly good shower right next to you, first of all. And second of all, I always think about like all that shit spores they're always talking about. Like, who's always talking about shit spores? <laughs> what are you talking about? Spores are fungus. Are you shitting mushrooms? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's because they're dick shaped, and so is my asshole. It's in the shape of a dick. <laughs> Your asshole is just the thing they use to mold dildos, dildos <laughs> with. Your asshole's yeah, a, dildo a dildo mold. mold. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for your next comic, Dildo Mode. <laughs> yeah, they should get a bidet in the hotels, though, for real. I, uh, I, I. It would make such a big difference. I just don't I think feel clean anymore unless my asshole has been wet. Yeah. Well, it's not. Mm. You just have finally been clean, and now you know what it's like. I feel like a dirty little boy. You are dirty. And not, not in the way I like. <laughs> bad, dirty little boy. You're a stinky shitler. You stinky little shitler. <laughs> that would be a funny thing for like a dominatrix to call somebody you fucking little shitler. You that, little that'd shitler. be a funny ska band, the stinky shitlers. I bet the shitlers have a great horn section. What was I going to say? Oh, speaking of mushrooms, uh, it rained here in Virginia. Mushrooms have been popping up all over and they're East Coast mushrooms. And I, as a child of the East Coast, got to relive a childhood experience of smashing mushrooms on road signs. I didn't know they exploded. It's fun, right? Yeah, I didn't know they exploded. Uh, first of all, I didn't also didn't know that they they look they could look like rocks. I always just think of them like like a cute little dome. Mm-hmm. No, nope. and then they, the stem goes up in the middle, and that's it. But these there's these mushrooms look like fucking. Nut they look sex. like ro- yeah, they did. They looked exactly like actually the one that you found looked exactly like the nutsack of an ex boyfriend of mine. Like it, <laughs> they, they were high and tight. You know what I mean? I love a I love a nice little peach. I love a Georgia peach nutsack. <laughs> Big fan. I am. I don't know why. I don't know why I people think sex. why. I don't know. I don't know why people shit on nutsacks. I think they're really great. They they're just... so fascinating. It's like watching uh, like an ant farm, you know? Because if you hold it and t- <laughs> if you touch it, it like reacts. I mean, I know what you, there's nothing you've ever done with somebody's nuts that I haven't done myself to my For own sure. nuts. But it's more fascinating to me because I don't get to see it all the time. Yeah. See, you're spoiled because you have a nutsack that you could readily. I have to build trust with someone mm-hmm. and have to get them <laughs> so much so that they're not only naked, but allowing their nuts to be that vulnerable with someone else. Shaving a nutsack is difficult because of that uh, kind of alive skin. Oh, the fact that it like retracts and stuff? Yeah, the way it moves around so it gets caught in the razor. You can cut, you can nick oh. your sack. So you got to do the, what I call the, like the flying squirrel. Or will you lift it from both sides? Yeah, you, you lift. It makes like a bat wing. Yeah, but you thing? have to kind of do it with one fist and pull it up like a, like you're stretching out. Like That's why you should shave papyrus. with a friend. You should have yeah. a friend hold up your nutsack yeah, the, the, so you can get a clean shave. <laughs> That's something I'm jealous of, like gay guys. They get to have like assistance with like them shaving their nuts. You wouldn't help Gary shave his nuts? For sure. But I feel like it might be different if it's uh, the opposite sex. You know, like there's just, 
there's an element of mystery that you're supposed to maintain between like significant others. That's why everybody has that bit about, you know, when she starts shitting with the door open, it's over. Stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. So I think, I think like, you know, spreading out somebody's nutsack for them to shave the it, it might work. But I don't think, I don't think like gay guys would lose Or if that. you're Spanish, I call it the bullfighter. <laughs> toro, toro. <laughs> just, El matador. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Spanish guy shaving his nuts. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and Spanish guys have red nuts too. A lot of people don't know that. That's not even remotely true. Uh huh. Red nuts. Nope. Not true. So please. <laughs> you don't heard it here first, folks. Spaniards have red nuts. Not true. El natos de arroyo. <laughs> Rojo. Oh right. Oh my God. What is arroyo? I don't. It's a name of a road in California. I don't Arroyo know Seco. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was roads. Ro- uh, red sex. No. Arroyo Seco. <laughs> California is on fire. And first of all, I want to I want to preface this by saying, anybody who has to work an actual job for a living and lives in these areas, my sympathies go to you. And I do not make light of your plight. But Will Smith's house is fucking burning down. <laughs> Lady Gaga's house is burning down. Caitlyn Jenner's <laughs> house is burning down. Like a Kim Kardashian, <laughs> Kylie Jenner. The Kardashians are fucked in this fire. <laughs> like four of their houses have burned down, and I love it. It's it. almost like God's mad at the right people finally. I know. I'm so <laughs> happy that these fucks. Brian's been throwing himself a little party today because yeah. of these, all these rich people are losing their property. <laughs> How tough it must be to have to go to your summer home in the winter. You know? It's also funny to pick and choose who it's okay for you to be like who you're. All of them. I don't. Give, I haven't found anybody. I don't give a well, fuck. Well, you about. just preface this by saying the people who like are regular people. You know. Yeah, yeah. Of course, I don't wish anything bad on regular people. Mm-hmm. You know, unless they're in a car driving on the same road as me. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, no, 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 no. But these watching these celebrities, I just don't like. I just don't like celebrity culture. I don't like L.A. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, we, I, I am totally fine just telling jokes to 300 people at a time. I don't need to be Kevin Hart, you know, and it would never happen. I don't have that in me. I'm not broken like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but so I know it's a little bit hypocritical to be like, yeah, I'm trying to get a career in show business, but I fucking hate everybody in it. Yeah. But it also makes sense. Well, because you, you just want to be able to do the thing you like. You just want to get paid for your thoughts. The thing all. I like happens to need a crowd. Mm-hmm. But I'm not into like like TMZ culture and all that shit. And I love... I love seeing them have to deal with a little bit of, you know, a little bit of struggle. I'm not going to lie. That is kind of like one of the things I find relieving and not being, you know, like not having a sex appeal, like not being like the umbrella of the hot girl comedian, that mm-hmm. they, that demographic. I am. Because I know you are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We've already talked about your dimples. <laughs> I said on stage the other night that Brian has dimples, which are like titties to girls. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we just fucking love them. It doesn't matter who it's on. Well, it's Carmen's getting to see now they're on the road together that after I do a show, I always get at least two girls who like 400 pictures back in Instagram. Yeah, it's crazy how me. he gets these crazies. <laughs> I know. It's amazing. Yeah, they, they, the crazies love me. I like it. It really is like, like a, you're like a Venus fly traps for psychos. <laughs> they just come in there and they're like fucking... Hi. Yeah, I don't know hey, what I'm doing. So funny. 
but they don't talk to me. They like they, but instead they like no, they, like they respond to every you from Instagram afar. story, yeah. and it's just like, can a normal gal like me? <laughs> When's that coming? When do I get the normal gal? Why do you always have to have a chick staring at you from around the corner? <laughs> I what have can't no you just idea. have a lady that's like kicking her shoe and being, oh, hi, nice to meet you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Instead, it's just somebody that's carving Brian into her forearm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 Calling me daddy. Uh, yeah. How many times I get called daddy on Instagram? It's this disgusting. Is disgusting. It is disgusting because you don't have any children. I want them. I know, I know. But I don't want to have a child with a child, <laughs> you know. Like yeah. a lot of these girls are like twenty-one years old, which is awesome. Yeah. But wrap it up, you know. <laughs> 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 I don't want to put one of my microwaved sperm into a twenty-one-year-old. <laughs> Your microwaved sperm. Yeah. That's so I, stupid. Well, it's true. I was. I don't know if I've told this on the podcast, but I told you this. I've been doing it on stage recently, but uh, telling the story. But I was fixing a, a satellite transmitter, like a satellite dish, a microwave dish in the military is fixing it and uh, I had finished fixing it but I think like I don't I actually don't really remember why but the guy who was on the other side who was supposed to turn it on to see if I had fixed it from the control room had uh, seen that I would I think I did like a fist pump like that I had fixed it like yeah, yeah, I think I did it or whatever it. Yeah. and I think he thought that was a turn it on so I still had to close the back of it where I had opened it up to fix it and so as I was closing it, he was sending a signal directly through my nuts to really? space and then to Afghanistan. You never told me that. That's insane. Yeah. So and then he goes, that's all I heard. And he turned the thing off and he was like, dude, you have cancer for sure. He was like, oh, my God. He's like, what was the wave that he sent through? To it was a microwave. Oh, wow. So It was a satellite transmitter. It was a, it was a, I mean, it's a satellite dish is in space, but. I, oh, I didn't do that in front of you. No, I did that with the Fresh Drunken Stone tour. I told that story because Tim Hanlon told me he was like, you can't call it a satellite, a microwave transmitter. No, just call it a satellite dish because I was like, but a satellite dish isn't. Excuse me, but that is not accurate. A satellite um, dish is in space. <laughs> this is merely a microwave transmitter. Uh, I hate to be incorrect. <laughs> but yeah, so I shot. Because you don't want AU to come up to you after a show and be yeah. like, actually, and you're like, I already knew that. Yeah. But the common man doesn't know. What I actually had one of those. That, uh, we did an open mic after our show at the Richmond Funny Bone, and this guy was doing a bit about when why hipsters have never embraced hair metal and when is that coming? And I was like, uh, hey, do you remember the darkness? Um, actually, uh, um, that has already existed. <laughs> I believe in a thing called love. <laughs> um, how about Woof Mother? Or uh, about a uh, steel panther. Uh, uh, I could go on. That's three examples just off the top of my head. You know, <laughs> that's without even Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> but we've had a great time uh, on the road. It's been super fun uh, in Richmond. We went to Guar Bar, which I had never been, which was super rad. Uh, Guar is a band. If you don't know Guar, I suggest you look them up. You may remember them from Empire Records when. Uh, one of the dudes eats a pot brownie and watches Guar on TV, and then all of a sudden they start talking to him. They're like, Mark, you play a mean guitar. Too bad you must die. <laughs> <laughs> and then they kill him. Uh, they have a great song called Meat Sandwich. That's really good. Meat Sandwich. Sadama Gogo. Their, uh, their whole thing is they're from another planet, and they came down to Antarctica, and they're here to destroy the human race. They're the best band, but they, they're from Richmond, and they're all art students from Virginia, and uh, they have a bar there with a lot of their old fucking installations and shit. It's so cool. 
it really was uh, one of the one of the outfits um to just to give you kind of like a point of reference one of the uh costumes that they have on display is this pig person that has four cocks quad cock quad cock and the the quad cocks will actually come on you uh if you're at one of their live shows (laughs) yeah they also have a dick that's like 12 feet tall that will come all over everything and they also they shot blood out of Sharon Osbourne's tits in the, <laughs> uh, one time, <laughs> and then because they, they had a, I guess they had had a bad time on Ozfest, <laughs> so they made a replica of Sharon Osbourne and killed her every night. Jesus! <laughs> they killed George Bush when I saw him. I'm sure they're killing Donald Trump on this tour. They kill every president. Mm-hmm. They they killed Hillary Clinton. Was she president? No. That's fucking right, bitch. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Lock her up. Uh, I am regretting that lock her up tattoo, though. It's getting a little old. Yeah, I, I don't know why you would have gotten something topical <laughs> tattooed on you. On my forehead, too. <laughs> <laughs> old English. I got lock her up in old English with 88. Like, lock her up 88 yeah. <laughs> in old English. <laughs> You don't always make the best decisions, Brian. I hate to be the first one to tell you it, but sometimes you don't really think things through. Dude, Locker Up 88's playing the masquerade tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, so now we're in a condo, comedy condo in Newport News. I think it's named after the cigarettes. Well, no, that's Richmond is where all the cigarettes come from. All the cigarettes come from Richmond? That's where Philip Morris is. Damn. The headquarters of Philip Morris is in Richmond. But we played a show last night in a bar that uh, the comedy club's been around since 1991, and they- 91? I thought it was older than that. No, there's a jacket in the room I'm staying in that says Kazi's established 1991. Oh, cool. It, it was decorated in 1991, and then they didn't touch a fucking thing. <laughs> Brian was having a really great time because they have a, like, a classic uh, comedy club. They have a ton of like old headshots on the wall. And since it started in 91, that was like the end of the 80s boom. So you see all of the mo- some of the most ridiculous characters. Chainsaw Mike. That was a guy. And mind you, he doesn't look tough at all. You would think. You look tough when you have a chainsaw in your hands. That guy did not look tough at all. If he chainsaw came at Mike, you with a chainsaw. Man, Chainsaw Mike would trip and fall on his own fucking chainsaw. That's how would you rather, non-threatening that okay, guy Okay, somebody puts a gun to your head and says, you got to run towards an unarmed Brock Lesnar or fat Chainsaw Mike who has a live, active, running chainsaw. You would still take your chances on Brock Lesnar. No, I don't think I would. Well, okay, you're insane. <laughs> Why? You got to run towards Brock Lesnar. No, you do not because the you have to have somebody who is capable of wielding a weapon for the weapon to be scary. I'd really like to know what Chainsaw Mike's material was about. Chainsaws? You think he do you think he talked about it or do you think How do you he do an hour on chainsaws? I don't think he only talked about <laughs> and it. And how do you get new hours? Maybe that was his catchphrase. Every time he would every time he would say a punchline, then he'd go and just rev the chainsaw. What do you yell when a tree is like timber? That's probably what he Or he's like timber. Timber? Like like hamburger. Timber. That's right. Timber. That tree failed. Timber. There was a headshot um uh with a guy with a rat tail. Long rat tail. Long rat tail. And he had Oakley's on in in Wrap around Oakley Blades with a rat tail. You could tell he was speeding. To that headshot, you know, he's the kind of guy who got places fast. Oh yeah, he in a drives Camaro. quick because he had to go fast enough where his rat tail would would fly in the wind. Oh god, just <laughs> smack it on the outside the window on the next window behind him. <laughs> plap 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 plap. 
he had his rat tail flew in the wind the same way those old drivers would would uh, have the, for their scarf the, you know, <laughs> the driver goggles and the scarf and the helmet in the 1902 cars yeah 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 his, <laughs> like a world war ii scarf yeah yeah he fucking the rat tail you know when you're taking a picture on a, on a phone and it it's puts a circle over what you're trying to focus on the most the way that headshot looked it looked like they had the rat tail was the focus of the show like <laughs> yeah this was a this was a rat tail attached to a man not a yeah, man not attached a, to a rat tail <laughs> i think i wonder if this rat tail opened for him you know what'd be funny is if uh he like used one of those wraparound mics and then he just t- twirled his rat tail around the wraparound mic so it looked like his <laughs> rat tail was the snake? mic yeah <laughs> what do you think ratty I don't know. I hate the blacks. <laughs> that is it. You know, he, <laughs> every ventriloquist is racist. Like a, a rat tail on a kid, I don't think is weird or gross or racist or anything like that. But for some reason, the minute you hit 13, the rat tail's got to go. You got to give the girl something to hold on to when she's pegging you. <laughs> <laughs> Just wear reins, man. Just wear reins like a grown up. Don't fucking use your hair, you puss. Uh, or you use like a like a medical mask and they're holding on to the sides of the medical masks. Imagine walking in on your parents doing that. Your mom just railing your dad in the ass when he's got the medical mask. Did on you ever have a, Did you ever have a uh, an experience like that? Nope. Did you ever caught your nope. catch your parents or whatever? Mike, I never caught my parents, but I did. Um, I figured out. Um, and this wasn't until later on, but my I, my dad used to always make me do lawn lawn work, and then. I would, I would well, get of course, bored. It's in your name. For sure. Shut the fuck <laughs> up. I will beat you with that Canadian goose statue. Um, he, so he, I would have to do, and I would get bored. Which one? <laughs> no, this one. <laughs> this is real knickknack central. <laughs> so he'd make we're you go st- mow the lawn while he banged your mom. Is a uh, a lovely a, a lovely lady, uh, Karen. Um, it's her house, and then she like lets the comedian stay in the upstairs part of her place. And it is just much like an, uh, an older lady's place. There's a lot of knickknacks, a lot of a lot of bird paintings. What's the other word for knickknacks that I like so much? A brick a brack? No, oh, no, no. Uh, uh, tchotchkes? Tchotchkes. Tchotchkes is a fun yeah, one. Yeah, that's a good one. So anyways, uh, my dad would make me do yard work, which was fine, but I would get bored. I would also, whenever he would make me rake leaves, because we had huge oak trees in our yard, uh, I would rake the leaves, but then I loved the way the leaves sound crunching. So I was just end up kicking the piles that I already made. So not doing any work at all. So I would go in and my parents, I wouldn't be able to find them anywhere. And they would both be in the room and the door would be locked. So I just used to knock. Oh, I used you, to knock God, on the door. I didn't leave, know. Leave him alone. I didn't know, Brian. He's like, hold on. I'm trying to get it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd be like, guys. And then with the, like the fucking, this is how slick they were. They would tell me that I was having a con. They were having a conference about me, which oh, then always made, because I used to get in trouble in school all the yep. time. So the, it, then it just made me think that I was going to be in trouble once they got out. So, so then you'd go hide. I, I would go hide. I used Perfect. To hide. I used to hide under my bed. And, and then I would be like, wh- like, why? Why are you guys having a conference? Like, what did I do? I would want to know. So then it was just further cock blocking them because of the choice of a, the fucking 
excuse they told me was right and then your mom yells i'm coming and then you hide like in, <laughs> in american pie do you remember that in american pie where eugene levy i forgot about that they're like dinner's ready and he's like eating her out <laughs> and then she starts going i'm coming i'm coming and he's about to knock on the door and he hears her go i'm coming and he's like all right he goes back downstairs <laughs> every time she yells i'm coming you think you're about to go get a beating for whatever you did in school i also cocked block my parents another time when I, it was when I first started driving, and they had this huge. They used to have this huge Dodge Ram truck that had a, a, a topper on the back, and um, and I was driving, and it was like one of the first times they finally let me drive on my own. Mm. And I was driving in a parking lot, and I was doing actually, it's a gripe of a previous person, uh, a previous episode, where I was driving across the parking lot. Oh yeah, and um, I had had. I don't remember. I had something in my hand and it, it fell and I leaned over to grab it and I was so short that I turned, when I leaned over, I turned the wheel and I slammed right into a huge light pole. So th- there I am in an empty parking lot. There's nobody there. Then there's just an accident where I hit a fucking, the cement part of, of a light post. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> and I called my parents and then I found out years later that my dad was going down at my mom at the time. How did you find that out? Because my dad was telling his friend a story and I happened to be, I came out when he was telling it. Uh, so he was just like, he was just talking about how kids are cock blocks. Like, you know, he was, <laughs> my dad does these story bits and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's so but he great. only does, them, he only does them, you know, at parties. Uh, and he doesn't stop telling them when I'm there. He doesn't give a shit about the company, if, mm-hmm. whether it's mixed or not. So I fa- had to find out that I cock-blocked my dad the day that I, I wrecked um, I wrecked the thing. So I came in, and I was like, I'm freaking out, you know? It's pretty progressive of a of a Latin man to eat pussy, though. What? Because of how machi- machismo no, that that's, culture that's is? No, that's Italian. That's not Latin. That does not. That is not in that culture. Really? It's the opposite. Really? Mm-hmm. Can't get enough? Mm-hmm. So if I started selling honkafee pussy t-shirts, I'd sell them to a lot of Latins? Yeah. Well, I mean, you sell them to a lot of people. It's not really <laughs> like that anymore. Now it's celebrated <laughs> among a lot of cultures. Uh, I'm, okay I'm gonna, I'm, I watched a documentary on World War II, and now I'm just going to start talking about races like the 40s. <laughs> <laughs> So the, I could sell a lot of shirts to the Latins with this. <laughs> <laughs> the Latins. No, my, my friend Barker uh, used to make, he made a homemade shirt that said, Honk if you eat pussy. And uh, I just want to, he's dead now. So I want to steal that idea from him <laughs> and just sell. What's the rules on that? If somebody passes away, does who owns their own Well, I can tell property? you for a fact that he is hands down the funniest human being I've ever known in my life. Mm-hmm. And, and he, he wasn't a comic? No, fuck. He was too insane. I know that sounds crazy, mm-hmm. but he was too insane to be a comic. Wow. Um, he was a musician though, right? Yeah, he's a brilliant musician. Uh-huh. But he, um, we were, when I started doing comedy, I was hanging out as, has like this thing that <laughs> too many crimes involved in what I'm saying right now. So basically I was hanging out with him and uh, he, he was like very stoked. I was, we were watching a Bill Burr special and he was so stoked. I was doing comedy and uh, he's like, Oh, is this when you just first started? Yeah. Very first started. Wow. And he was like, dude, anything I ever say, like you just take it, take it and bring it on stage. Cause he knew he was funny as fuck. Yeah. I mean, the funniest people we know can't do comedy. It's just like there there takes a certain there's a big difference between being funny and being able to do comedy. Yeah. But so I think I, you have to be able to organize those thoughts enough. 
because that's the other thing it's it's planning to be funny yeah those people just are funny yeah and that's why it takes us nerds who observe that and then go oh look at how funny this is yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs> And to be able to present it in a way that you don't have to be, it's not inside joke feely. Mm-hmm. That's why it's so many, it's so often that like people in a family where there's a comedian, it's like, oh, I always thought this person would have been a comedian. This one's the quiet one. It's like, yeah, they're the quiet one watching you guys all be insane. And they're going, oh, this is interesting. I have something right. I noticed. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Right. Listen, I, I don't th- actually I don't think I talk about him on the podcast, but I have an infatuation with Tim Dillon's comedy. I love it so much. And Tim was at the Albany Funny Bone last night and he put a story on Instagram where he's like, All these fucking features talk about how fucked up their family is. How fucked up? How fucked up? My mom thinks she's Santa Claus. he's got a schizophrenic mother it's Uh so fucking funny though because we all talk about how gnarly our families are for sure and well because everybody thinks that that's their level of what crazy is yeah you know so it's like uh, like for instance one time i was out uh, on the road and me and a friend of ours anthony decimito were swapping stories about getting our asses kicked when we were kids like Oh, like, oh, you got beat up like that. I got beat up like this and having a great time. Mm-hmm. And then this <laughs> a young female female comic comes up to us and she was just like, I know I totally relate to that because my dad once, I mean, it, was, it didn't happen to me, but my dad once ripped up all of my brother's Yu-Gi-Oh cards like right in front of him. And I was like, <laughs> you think that's that's what you think is bad <laughs> like i i remember one time my we got robbed and i thought that my dad was just mad at me because my entire room was ransacked like <laughs> i remember going up to my dad and being like what the fuck are you mad at me for now you know yeah. like why are you mad at me now and he's like what are you talking about i'm like my i came home my room's everything's broken in my room what, what did you get pissed off about now <laughs> you know just that we'd been robbed <laughs> Sorry about your Yu-Gi-Oh cards, bro. (laughs) My parents are too dope. I can't really participate in this conversation very well. (laughs) I had good parents. Yeah. 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 (laughs) I don't know. But I'm just saying, like, everybody (laughs) always thinks that their their family's fucked up. My family is definitely fucked up, but, like, fucked up in a very specifically American way. So it's easy to talk about Mm -hmm. and have people understand. I mean, it's funny because it's like, you don't have to have like you don't have to have survived like a murder of oh, attempt attempted murder from your parents to have a right to talk about your family. Yeah, no, and that's and it's fine and it's fine if you think like if I'm certain you could come up with a funny story about ripping up Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Um but at the same time it's I get what Tim's saying is everybody thinks Oh yeah, no, I think it's hilarious. No- <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think it's hilarious. And only somebody with a schizophrenic mother could make that joke, yeah, yeah. you know? How it's a point up. of reference. Just like I can be like fuck your cat calling outcry shut up yeah, yeah you know yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i've never done that i've never catcalled i've catcalled <laughs> i believe that that's just never been in me like to be like yo <laughs> Ooh, girl <clears throat> a body parts never made you <laughs> i don't even know how to do it this is me trying to come up with catcalls Meow. <laughs> I was just gonna say, do you have to reference some kind of cat thing? Yeah, like, yeah. Humana, 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 humana. <laughs> I don't know if that really happened until the cartoons did it. Like, I think did they did they was the cartoons based on 
reality or a hundred percent or did uh or did it go the other way it was like people when they saw the cartoons are like oh we can just yell at the romans like. were catcalling for sure <laughs> damnest girlist that gluteus maximus though us <laughs> they probably liked big i like this what i see this yeah dude that was a fucking renaissance yeah they like curvy girls I would, that's what i'm saying that i would that, that was my hot era i was i was in the wrong time <laughs> they like those chair or the right bas- time <laughs> those could you imagine being attractive bitches. in that era yeah you just get a fucking rock bashed in the back of your head every two seconds <laughs> your head would just be flat in the back (laughs) (laughs) you'd have to wear like a granite helmet or whatever i don't know what they'd make helmets out of like another animal skull over your skull romantic period or whatever it was called no i feel like there was still more romance it was called a romantic period maybe they just like to paint a lot of naked bitches but they really weren't giving them any respect yeah the 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 thing they would touch up in the uh, paintings is they wouldn't show the uh, throat slitting (laughs) (laughs) yeah no being hot in that era would it must have been a nightmare also you know they were fucking like 11 and 12 year olds then on the regs because of how long people lived Oh yeah, you only live to they, be like they weren't. And I mean, think about it now. It's like a pedophile ain't gonna marry you. You know, he's gonna fuck you once or twice or maybe a bunch, depending on how close he is to you and how bad your family is. I don't know if it's really pedophilia then. If if you're if it's half your if your life expectancy. Well, what I'm is saying now though, if you're if you're 11 years old now and you get attacked by an adult sexually, it's still better because back then they'd be like, I'm going to marry you and imprison you and enslave you. At least this is just like a you know 15 minutes of hell as opposed to this is your life now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Unless it's like one of those like weirdos where they keep you in the basement and stuff like where they, but that's like, that's not, but this was out in public. Everybody doing it. Like, um, let me snatch up a young one. Cause you know, I need her to be able to have a few babies before she gets tuberculosis or whatever and dies. You don't think any of that was ever consensual, though? I don't know if it's o- if it was always predatory. I think it was just we die at 33, so you get married at 15. I'm sure that there were 15 and 11-year-olds or whatever. Get, but a lot, I mean, you read about this stuff. A lot of the generals, soldiers, anybody of stature would be in their 30s just picking 11-year-olds. And I don't think it's possible for an 11-year-old to have real consent with a 30-year-old. That's true. I just don't think developmentally it's possible. Mm-hmm. So take that, all you molested children. You have it better now. <laughs> <laughs> at least you don't have to marry your molester. And if you did, that's just because your brain's fucked up. <laughs> Somebody's going to write in and be like, I'm married to my molester. <laughs> and I don't appreciate you making fun of him. <laughs> <laughs> Easy, Stockholm. All right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Nobody ever talks about the progress in molestation. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and I hope they don't, Brian. Okay. Some Ooh, things somebody's <laughs> being cheeky. <laughs> this um, is a cheeky episode. It is. I think I've done some really family-friendly comedy in the last three days. You have? <laughs> yeah. I've been pretty family-friendly, except at the mics we've been hitting after the shows. I've been going nuts at those. But like those, the Richmond, the two shows of the Richmond Funny Bone, last night was a little raw at the end when I was doing all that heroin stuff. But like, I think I need to Brian be- Brian got one up to buy a fucking oh, housewife last night on God stage. God bless this woman. It was so funny. So we have this shirt, by the way, if you want it, Carmen Morales and I are on a tour. Please fucking buy them. We got bought too many. We made. We didn't buy them. We made them. Yeah, we made them We printed them in my living room. 
Um, but we made these shirts, and they're called the Bad Habits. It's it's the Bad Habits Comedy Tour because that's and what we're on says, right now. I was enabled at the Bad Habits Comedy Tour. It's super fun, and it has some bad habits that uh, Carmen it's put together. Basically, just drugs. It's like it's like mushrooms, pot, beer. There's a condom on it, and then there's cocaine on it too. I know it's a hard sell to wear a shirt with cocaine on it. Nobody but it's would funny. know though. Yeah, it's it's, it's anybody subtle. who knew what that image was because it's a razor blade in a pile, but it's a little tough. You have to be like, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's the only person who recognized that. Which is why I did it, because it's subtle. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, the um, the shirt has a condom on it, like she, Carmen said. And so I was selling the shirt. I keep forgetting. Carmen keeps begging me to do the so t-shirt pitches. So I don't have to pitches. do everything. Yeah, yeah you know. that's fair. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I remembered last night to do the pitch. And it was really my first time actually looking at the shirt, even though I printed it. <laughs> um, and I was like, oh, it's got mushrooms, weed, cocaine. These are all bad habits. And then... I don't know why it has a condom on it. I feel like a condom's a good habit. I feel like <laughs> not wearing a condom is a bad habit. It was habit. supposed to represent sex, but I also get it. But And then this lady goes, that's for all the heroin. This like church looking <laughs> lady. And if you don't get what she's saying, God bless you, you're a good person. But also what it is that people put heroin in condoms, swallow them and you know, they're mules. They're called mules, heroin mm-hmm. mules. And they swallow the condom full of heroin. They go home, they shit it out and they fish through their shit. And then they get the condoms, they rinse it off, hopefully, open the condom up, and put it in a bag. And I had never for one second thought that the condom could have represented heroin. Mm-hmm. God bless her. It was so funny. <laughs> and there was another woman in the front row who, who looked a little similar. I mean, we're in Virginia. These are like women in their like 50s who look like ch- church-going white women. Yeah, they're good ladies. And the lady goes, I didn't know you could do that. The, the, and I go, you shouldn't know that. Why does she know that? That's what I want to know. And then her husband goes, we get fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) But people haven't been like heroin and we we like like heroin. We get fucked up on. That's like a 1970s like punk attitude. Like usually when people do heroin, they hide it. You know, they try to hide it. I mean, they wear sunglasses. That's indoors. That's how you know they're on it. But like they. uh, That's cocaine too. Especially sunglasses at night is always cocaine. Well, heroin too. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was so funny because I said, "What's the drug of choice out here in Newport News?" And, and you were like, "Meth," and they were like, "No, no, no." Before no, I this is different. I said, "What's the drug of choice?" And this lady goes, "Heroin." <laughs> Fuck, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't even the second or third response. No. They opened with heroin with I, you. I couldn't believe it. These people didn't look like like where you go my home in my hometown in Westbrook, Maine. You walk around, you're like. Definitely, this is a heroin-ravaged community. You mm-hmm. can see it. These people did not look like... It looked like they were like some weird little tight-knit community of responsible heroin users. Yeah. <laughs> it was very confusing. Like they keep like they keep their heroin kit in like, in like a... <laughs> like, in a like a home a sweet nugget. home <laughs> box. <laughs> it looks like a box of potpourri. Yeah. Go inside and there's your fucking burnt spoon. It, it, it says like, like I bet they use an Oneida spoon to fucking. <laughs> there, there's like an embroidered thing on the wall that says, "Remember, my good people, always use a clean needle." <laughs> what are some? Uh, if you if you lived here, you'd be high by now. Yeah, if you lived here, you'd be on heroin by now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah Newport News—they're freaky. They get freaky down here. Tomorrow we're going to be in uh, Virginia Beach. Which is home to Wanda Sykes. I didn't know Wanda Sykes was from Virginia Beach. Yeah, she's from somewhere right around there. 
And uh, and it's it's a military town. We're going to be performing at a military town on Veterans Day. And there's a veteran on the lineup. That's true. That's you. That's me. Yeah. I asked Newport News, which is a military town, if there are any veterans in the room. And this lady went, no. <laughs> <laughs> which is <laughs> which is funny because Brian was about to do a bunch of material shitting on the military. <laughs> but then he got, I'd never seen anybody flip how they feel about something so quick. Brian got so offended. <laughs> he was like, well, the rest of the country likes us. <laughs> What's the point of doing an anti-military bit if there aren't military in the room? I mean, <laughs> that, that, you know what That's I mean? That's what I'm relating to. They've been through it. They know. It's like I don't do. I don't like doing like edgy race jokes if the room's all white. Yeah. For two reasons: one, it starts to feel like a rally if they like it. Yeah. Or two, they're usually too uptight to laugh at it because. So either way, it's not fun. Yeah, yeah. So you don't want to. I don't like trashing on people who aren't there. Mm-hmm. You know. I mean, I do it all the time. But like, it's when you're doing when you're doing something like that. Like you, you gotta, you gotta. It's not fun unless you know you might get beat up for what you're saying. Right. It's a lot more fun that way. You know, living on the edge. I don't. I've, this place is. Uh, this club has always been. Uh, um, I've been doing it so long. You know. Mm-hmm. I remember the first time I ever came here like it was i was so excited her headshot from that era is still up carmen's headshot <laughs> from 1991 is on the walls of Kazi's, and it is the worst head it's not the it's worst not chainsaw the mike worst. is worse no the fucking rat tail's the worst my favorite headshot ever is the one with doug stanhope has a mullet and he's got the suit Sunglasses jacket on, on. Mm-hmm. he's in a pool He's got a suit jacket and a tie on and he's in a pool with a floaty and he's got a martini and a mullet it's <laughs> it's it would be sad if he didn't actually build into a really good career. Yeah, for sure. I it, it, this place is. A, I've always had a lot of like fun, unique. Experiences oh no! I, no, no! Don't turn me around. I was in the middle of talking about your headshot. No, worry. <laughs> we can move away from it. Carmen it, it has looks, this headshot. Okay, it's just a classic, a female comedian face where they they always look surprised. They always either have a smirk or they look surprised. Like oh, I can't believe those words came out of my mouth. <laughs> Did I say that? Oh. Shut up. That's not. <laughs> I always say it's because uh, it looks like they're, we're about to take a dick. That's what it looks like. That's how you get back, that, baby. That's not what I saw when I saw that. <laughs> I mean, you, you are like, you do look like a blow up doll mouth <laughs> in, in the thing. But to me, it's like, oh, my goodness. I'm so bad. <gasps> I have no idea. Yeah, it's uh, but it's great. It's just a testament to how long you've been doing this. I mean, that's too long. I've been people- doing it too long, and nobody fucking still nobody knows who the fuck I am. <laughs> hey, but you know, maybe maybe I'm getting a little bit more uh, notoriety because uh, Mr. Joey Diaz mentioned me on his podcast. Senor, Senor Jose Joey Diaz. Diaz. I just watched Basketball for the first time. There's so many comedy movies I've is never seen it? before. Joey fucking Coco Diaz is in the movie Basketball. What? Yeah. A he, lot? It's a tiny, no, like a tiny bit part where you think he plays like one of the referees or something like that. Um, but yeah, I, and I and I was like, oh my God, that's fucking Joey. And he must have been super fat back then too. No, he's thin. He's thinner. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Because he was huge. Cocaine makes No, but he was a fat cokehead. He always he tell he has a bit about where he's like I could always eat no matter how high I was. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, he gave me a nice little shout out on on his podcast and it was very sweet. That's a that's a big deal. So guys, look out and see uh, maybe she makes an appearance on his podcast someday. Going, I was in the same show as him, and he went. It was like him, another person, and then me. 
And then um, he was busting my balls backstage where he was like, because I was wearing my comedy store T-shirt. He goes, you got to take the shirt off. You're about to go up. And I was like, I don't have anything on under the shirt. And he's like, that's fine. They'll, they'll fucking love it. Put your titties out. It's <laughs> and then I went on stage and I was like, Jesus Christ, man. I was like, Joey Diaz, right? He's the only person in this entire industry where he'd be like, yeah, hey, take your tits out. They'll like it. And I'm like, oh, stop it, Joey. <laughs> You're so silly. <laughs> Anybody else that would have been like, go fuck yourself. Don't talk to me like that. Right. Yeah, yeah. Because it's Joey Diaz. I was like, You're so crazy. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> the only reason I don't like the idea of picturing him fucking is that um he smokes weed on his social media all the time mm-hmm. and he's got that really nasty phlebby cough. Off? Yeah. And I imagine every time he fucks it's just <laughs> <laughs> Well, he's just fucking thrusting. Oh, it looks oh man. I mean I hope he gets it, believe me. I, oh, I love the man. Get yeah. it. There's no way that man is not fucking his wife. <laughs> yeah, I hope he gets it every day but i just don't want to picture it <laughs> did i ever tell a story about lemmy from motorhead taking a girl home on no. this podcast i just just thinking about this so lemmy uh r.i.p leads lemmy killmeister from uh we are motorhead we play rock and roll uh he fucking used to hang out at this bar on the sunset strip called the rainbow room is it the rainbow room or the rainbow bar and grill right there by the commie store i think it's the rainbow bar and grill yeah um he used to hang out there and uh, play. There's actually a statue of him in that place. Oh, is there? It must yeah. be after he died. Yeah. Um, he uh, he used to play video poker and drink Jack and whiskey all day there. And um, he's a horny fella, and uh, he's easy to pick up. So a friend of a friend, I actually don't know this girl, but she went to the Rainbow Bar and Grill to take Lenny home and fuck him because she'd always wanted to fuck him, and it's pretty easy. He lets everybody know where he's going to be. And so she went to the Rainbow Bar and Grill, flirted with lemmy mm-hmm. he said you want to go home with me she said yes and then he they get to his apartment and she says do you have a condom and he goes oh honey that thing hasn't worked in years <laughs> and then he ate her out to completion oh what, what a sweet what a hero <laughs> i that story made me so happy because it was like, what a badass, dude. He just lets himself, he lets everybody know, hey, I'm down to fuck and I'm going to be playing video poker at the Rainbow Bar and Grill. I know you love Motorhead. Come by. We'll go home and I'll fucking eat your pussy. And then I'll go back to playing video poker. Talk about like somebody who appreciates their fans. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, for real. That's like, uh, that, that guy is, that is incredibly admirable. Instead of just being gross or like, like taking drugs to try to make his dick work or whatever the fuck you know what i mean instead yeah. of having like he he wasn't ashamed or anything it was just like yeah i mean it's the same kind of thing where it's like uh, ah, my dick's dead i fucked enough honey let me make you yeah, come yeah, yeah, yeah i appreciate you still liking me yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, i mean yeah, yeah. i'm just happy to be here yeah yeah, yeah. what a great mentality to have yep my- also people should just eat like that that's I, that's where i feel like we'll we're, we'll really start be getting equals when guys just eat chicks out and don't want anything in return like when you just when you just eat pussy and you, you don't have to get your dick sucked or, or anything or have to fuck or anything it's just like like it have like getting enjoyment out of making a chick feel good i hate the future why <laughs> that sounds like a nightmare to me why guys <laughs> I, I don't want to yeah because you're selfish yep, you're a selfish very piece selfish. of shit so get over it you know what I mean? Well, be more like Lemmy. <laughs> <laughs> well, mine works, though. He wouldn't be like that if his worked. You don't know that. I know mine works. No, I'm saying you don't know that he, he would have been that way. You don't know. You don't know his life. You don't know. I never <laughs> met Mr. Kilmeister. You're right. 
I never met him. But he did um, dose an entire audience with LSD and then lock the door and not let him out uh, at a show one time. So I know he's really cool. Yeah? Yeah, he's very cool. Well, that's what I'm saying. You should just be cool like that. It's just like whenever guys are... uh, All it is is just not being selfish because there's plenty of times where... I blew a dude just because I wanted to make him come. And then that was it. I didn't really want anything in return. But you said, I want. So it was your need. You're selfish. You're taking care of your needs. No, it wasn't that. (laughs) It was was just getting joy from giving somebody else joy instead of being like, okay, it's my fucking turn. (laughs) Like, fuck you, man. Give. Give a little. Give a little bit of your love to me. Yes, but in a different cadence, in the right. <laughs> give, give a little, little bit. <laughs> give a little, little bit of your tongue to, to a little me. lady. Yeah. Who fucking cares? Fuck it all. Fucking no regrets. I had too much coffee. Starting to have palpitations again. <laughs> palpitations. Palpitations are not great. <laughs> that was uh, cranberries? I have no idea. I don't know. I tried. What are you going to do? We have a letter from Colonel John. Do you say his last name Jogerst or Yogerst? I don't say it. I just call him Colonel John. That's right. You keep his name out of your mouth. CJ, Colonel John. I keep his name as just Colonel John because, you know, you never know how, how discreet he wants to stay. So if Colonel John knows Commander Cody. Who is that? Some old hippie singer. There was a couple of hippie singers who had like military rank names. What was the other one? Captain. Well, there's Captain Beefheart. There's Commander Cody. Mm-hmm. There's another one too. I can't think of right now. I have no. I, I have no idea what you're talking about. Hippies love taking. Yeah, old hippie bands like Berkeley, California hippie bands. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, they always like to take a uh, military. Yeah, there was another one though. There was a Colonel Hippie Band. What was that band called? Oh well, if you remember the name. Oh, by the way, also somebody wrote in earlier in episode eighty six or eighty five. I can't remember. We were asking what the, what it's called when you stick shit in your dick hole. And uh, somebody wrote in and let me know it was called sounding. That oh, was sounding. The, I, that's what I couldn't remember. I told you it was an insanely innocent term for a horrific thing. Sounding, sounding? like like sounding off. Like I still don't. I still uh, how why that? Like I don't get where did it? Because like okay, like a, a dirty Sanchez. I get it. It makes sense, right? Logistically, like uh, the parts. Sure, it makes a mustache. You call it a dirty Sanchez. It's still racist, but I get I get it. I understand. But sounding being you putting things inside I'm of your dick hole, I still a, don't get it. I'm wondering if there's a definition of, of to sound, like a verb that I we just aren't familiar with. Maybe that's it. Because like, you know, there's the Puget sound. Mm-hmm. What is that? What is a sound? I know it's water, but what makes that a sound? What is the geographical term? I think I think it was just because it's it's like a it's almost like an alcove or a yeah, like a cove. Okay, so is your dick a cove? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, thank you for writing in. I wish I could yeah. give you credit, but I forgot who wrote who it wrote in. It? <laughs> but uh, here, read the letter from uh, Colonel John. Wait, you got your phone fixed? Don't start. This is. It's been fixed for like a year now. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. Nah. And you've already done this. The last time you read a letter from <laughs> Colonel John, you said the same exact thing. Oh my God, your phone's fixed. <laughs> yes, Brian, it's been fixed. You fucking idiot. 
60s ain't old and probably not a psycho. Old 60s is the new 30s. Just a bit slower and wiser. That's my story and I'm sticking to it. I plan to be around long enough to see both of you retire, transfer to robot bodies, or upload to the internet. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever it is you kids plan on doing. I guess I'm of the age where bodily functions are a topic of conversation. That said, my old and tired butthole has seen a hole in the ground, bomb sites with and without foot pads, small boat heads, <laughs> need an instruction manual, scary suction flushing disposals, and many variants of what are basically buckets with a seat on top. No bidet to date. God damn, you shit in bomb sites without foot pads? You're a badass, dude. Wow. You should get a bidet. I think if anybody that listens to this podcast, if By the you way, should specifically tell someone to get one, you should treat your asshole. I mean, it's been through enough, Colonel. At first, I, when he said small boat heads, I thought he was sticking like little toy boats up his ass, but I realized that boat, the bathroom's called the head. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking asshole. You're such a psycho. <laughs> you always think of the grossest thing imaginable. <laughs> it's not on purpose. I didn't ask for this brain. <laughs> Colonel John continues, even doing tactical airlift in the Air Force, you can maintain a minimum standard. If it's my airplane, I can find room to bring in a few rolls of TP, even if I'm headed for a dirt strip and a tent at the end of the day. I still travel with a roll of soft American-made TP in my carry-on luggage today. You never know. Goddamn, I love the older generation. Mm -hmm. Though either a diet or lucky gut microbiome, I drop them firm and I squeeze them off. (laughs) (laughs) Like the end of a bag of chorizo. You just I love that our podcast has just turned into people writing about what kind of shits they take. <laughs> a little Charmin does me fine. Sorry, Brondell. Take a shower once in a while if you need detailing. <laughs> I think you should treat yourself. I think before you knock it, Colonel, you should try it. Or get the finest bidet in the known universe from Brondell. Thank you, Colonel John. Thank you, Brondell. Make the uh, promo code no sir, 20% off. Brondell.com, all products. Make the obvious outer planet reference here or get Elon Musk to launch a Brondell on his next test rocket aimed for. Still laughing like an idiot, scaring the dogs, and she who would like to know what's going on, Colonel John. Aww. Colonel John, U.S. Air Force, retired. I love this guy. He sounds way tougher than the average Air Force dude. I think there's something about being a pilot because... All the people I worked with that were in the Air Force were just not really. They were just like regular people who had to put on goofy clothes. <laughs> they, they weren't. They weren't like military people, you know, which was made them kind of fun to hang out with. Well, I think that's why all the other branches always give the Air Force so the much chair shit. force, mm-hmm. yeah, Marine mattresses. Is that because they fuck like dead fish? No, it's because the Marines fuck them. They're Marine mattresses. Oh, I, I got it. Yeah. I thought you were calling it Marine, comma, mattresses. No, 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 no. No, they called the girls in the Air Force Marine mattresses. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, the old world's still alive and well in the United States Army. Yep. Mm-hmm. Thanks so much for writing in, Colonel. We and please, everybody else, write in. Let us know how you squeeze them off. I mean, you don't have to write about your shits, but if you do, it's great, and it's always good for a laugh. <laughs> um, shit's always funny. As mm-hmm. long as it's not on you, unless you're asking for it. But then that's sexy, not funny. Yeah. Um, also, Colonel, I really do. I think you should at least try the fucking bidet before you start saying you don't even think you'd like it. I think you've, you've had your asshole get through it. Go through enough. 
It's time. It's time for your asshole to re- retire too. You like having a cushy sitting on your thing, whittling wood or whatever the fuck you do. Fucking give that experience to your butt, dude. I bet he's a ship in a bottle guy. Oh, really? I bet he seems too advanced. Like a mo- like a mo- like a model guy, or just a, a, a ship in the bot in the in a. What's the like, difference in your mind? Well, because the ship you build on the outside, you paint the whole thing, and then I, th- I think the in the bottle, it's just more of a pain in the ass because you got to use like the tweezers and shit. Like that. whatever is harder, I bet that's what he does. <laughs> Colonel, let us know if you make uh, ships in a bottle because I feel like you do. You have a ship in a bottle vibe. Also, what, what can you let? Also, write in. I'm very interested in what kind of what countries you've flown in. Tell me every dirt strip you've ever landed on that wasn't in America. And what her name was. Hey, yo, come on, come on. <laughs> Take that, Haiti, you horse. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do the grape of the week. It's the grape of the week. It's, it's the, the grape of, of the week. week. Grape of the week from actually our guest from last week, uh, Jenny Zagrino. Her grape is I keep buying groceries and then I have to go out on the road and all of it goes bad. This is a thing that like you just it, I've I've had to deal with this a lot too it's because tough. I cook because I cook I cook a lot mm-hmm. and you just have to well I also I also have it a little easier because I have a boyfriend and I got neighbors so I always you rip, throw or, shit or, in his and fridge I, and I do it to you too I, you've come over and I was like fuck my my crop share just got here and I leave for a week tomorrow eat take these fucking eggplants you know and I just start giving all the the food away oh yeah because you have a csa yeah mm-hmm. right right right, and right right so i I just i try to disperse it but i also just will cook a bunch of food right before you know and sometimes i take it with me sometimes i, I get but it is it is hard to navigate because it's also and i don't know if this is a lot of women but i know for me i enjoy grocery shopping like i, I enjoy like ooh, this That's would be a fucking fun. insane i enjoy ooh, i could put this together and it's like you know compiling a you know, making a menu and stuff. I think I get just get it for my mom where it's just like, oh, this would be a fun thing to make and oh, this would taste really good. I'll try this, you know. And so having I can't relate to that in the slightest. Really? Is it a bummer for you to I go grocery shop? I hate going to the grocery store. There are cheaper, better grocery stores that I would have to drive to, but I hate the idea of parking, getting the cart going in there. So I just walk with my backpack to this awful grocery store with shitty groceries and I just eat that because the idea of Driving to the better ones, the Super K or the Trader Joe's, is just too much of a fucking hassle. I can't, I can't stand shopping for anything except records. It's the only thing I like shopping for. See, I browse the same way, and it's just because it's also like, um, since I'm doing the no carb, no sugar thing, then it's also I have these parameters. So it's like I'm trying to get creative within the structure that it has been provided for me, you know. So then it's like, ooh, I could make the, or I, like, you know, then it's like interesting. Like, it's a, oh, I've never fucked with this kind of cheese. I'm going to try this kind of cheese or whatever. Cooking with something that I'd never cooked before, frying with avocado oil, which I'd never fucked with, you know? So it's also like an inventive way. It's I don't like think that's a woman be- brain. I think it's because you're high when I'm you're in the not, grocery fuck store. You. <laughs> that's fine. There's nothing wrong with it. But I don't, I purposely don't go grocery shopping high because then I just buy shit that I don't really want. Yeah. You know? Um, Nillas, yeah. <laughs> eighteen <laughs> boxes of Nillas. <laughs> I've never really been like that, but I did buy a bunch. I bought like these cheese crisps, which which I absolutely love. But that was the other thing is I bought a bunch of those before I left, so then I just brought them with me. Yeah, they're incredible. Though. They're great snacks. I love them. Mm-hmm. I make those at home sometimes. Oh, you make your own parm? Yeah, you just cook you it. Just in the burn oven? it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fantastic. It's um, but I totally get that. In in 
and I understand this gripe very much because I've had that and I've I've had to be like Gary but I, you, you know what you also can do Jenny is you can fucking freeze the meat and most of your dry goods are going to be fine as long as you're gone so it's really just the veg and the veg just give to your friends that's what I do I I hate this gripe because it's just like oh I work so much <laughs> everything's getting thrown in your face yeah, Brian. Yeah, yeah. everything is oh, my food's attack. rotting because i had to do so many clubs across the country <laughs> i'm not saying you didn't earn it or you're not funny jenny i think you did earn it i think you're very funny but that doesn't make me care at all about not being jealous i'm still very <laughs> jealous gripe of the week from guam felix is stand-up comics who talk in the showroom because they think they're the funniest comedian on the lineup so how about you just shut the fuck up and go to the green room and then congratulate yourself there. Sounds like a guy who's been working at a comedy club too long. <laughs> but I mean, it is annoying when comics come to shows and they're disrespectful. You can't tell me that's not. You as a comic who runs a show, if there are comics in the back talking, that shit's fucking annoying. Former guest Sean White, <laughs> who loves talking during my show that I book, put, put him on all the time. I book him all the time. I, you know what I like about Sean, though, is he's disrespectful to the show. He breaks shit. He gets wasted. But he's so fucking funny, it doesn't matter. <laughs> well, that's the, that's the issue. The, he actually what, is what, the funny guy. What justifies this gripe is it's usually not someone funny. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, it's somebody that just has that unnecessarily inflated ego that right. stands in the back and they're like, why am I not on the show? And then they, they just trash everybody that is on the show and they talk shit and all that stuff. I never go to a show with a chip on my shoulder about not being on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes I'll get frustrated when the comics suck, mm-hmm. but then I'll just go outside. I just yeah. go outside. Why, that's what I'm saying. Why can't you just fucking go outside? And it's funny because... Uh, w- w- Open mics are people are weird about open mics where they're like they don't even like you waiting outside. So like when I used to, back in the day when I used to do mics at Flappers, mm-hmm. they would they would get mad at us for talking in the hallway. So we get out of the room and talk in the hallway. I get it. The doors are thin. They probably heard us and we we were getting we were making each other laugh. It was probably for just sure. opening mics. So they would yell and at us. They're and, also probably bombing, so they can hear the laughter exactly. and it's not for them. Well, I, <laughs> I said that one time to a guy. I was like, tell them we get some laughs and they won't hear us. <laughs> but. uh and then, so then we go outside and then they talk shit about us. They won't, they purposely won't call your name out of the bucket if you're not in the room watching. And it's like, listen, you, I can't watch this. It's terrible. There's two reasons why I can't watch an open mic. One is it's fucking painful. The other thing is I am, I have this freakish susceptibility to absorbing people's rhythms, mm-hmm. the way they talk. Yeah. So if I'm at it. I did that the other day uh, in Richmond. I said something and I was like, oh, that that's how Brian says things. Oh, and did you? I didn't like, notice. No, nobody would have noticed. It was so subtle. Yeah. But it was just said it was like and I like I like it like leaned into something yeah. like how you do and, and said something. And I was like and I was like, oh, no, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> no. But that makes sense. We've been doing we're eight, episode 88, locker up 88 yeah. in this episode. <laughs> And so, like, of course, there's going to be, I mean, that's 88 hours of talking to each other. Yeah. And that's just documented. There's all the other hours, I know. too. <laughs> so that makes sense. We but- do the opposite of what successful podcasters do, which is where you're not supposed to talk until you're being recorded. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. We talk all the time. <laughs> and then it's always like, that's how everything always gets blurred, because it's like, no, no, I said this while we were being recorded. Or, no, no, I've said this off. Right, right. No, I told you. No, I didn't even tell you. I told another person. <laughs> I can't even imagine running out of shit to talk about 
But I think that I think that's one of my favorite things about you. <laughs> just you talk never forever. Shut up. Yeah, talk forever. <laughs> I have an opinion on everything, and I know nothing. I know it's so fun. <laughs> but here's the thing, though. I think that like I I absorb bad brand new comic rhythm. I did a show. I did a, Ben Avery and Andrew Polk are running a show. It's a, it's one of the better shows in L.A. lineup wise. They don't mm-hmm. get a lot of people out because you don't really get rewarded for having great comics on a show in LA. Yeah, no, they don't give a shit. So it's a show called 1999. It's at a venue called Wayno Vano. It's on Sundays in LA. If you're ever in town, check it out. They always have solid fucking lineups. I went up there and I was nervous. It was one of the best lineups I've ever been on in LA. It was, if I can remember correctly, it was Billy Wayne Davis, Tim Dillon, Andrew Polk, who I have a lot of respect for already. Um, There's somebody else huge that to me, not huge like in, career-wise but somebody I, I can't remember who but and I, I was nervous for that show for the first time in a long time i was like nervous going up because i had mm-hmm. so much respect for all the comics and i and and like an idiot i did two mics before the show just to warm up and sure. and then all of a sudden i got on stage and i just sounded like a brand new comic because i had heard so much open mic comedy oh that yeah I, I had i started with it took me about six minutes of a 10 minute set to get oh, into my shit. own rhythm yeah, to talk oh. like you again and then i just was bombing it was it was really bad i bombed so bad and then i went overly offensive and it was just like you were mad at yourself i was mad yeah wanted to punish the audience because you fucked up yep it was really bad it was one of the worst sets i've ever had and it was in front of the mo- the lineup that I respected the most. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, they don't lit. No, no comic listens, you know, so they weren't uh, there. But yeah, yeah. I just remember when they I were wa- outside being respectful. T- Tim-, <laughs> Tim was after me, and and I'm walking off stage. He goes, "Wow, you went hard, huh?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, and it was so funny too because I was doing a bit about how Papa John. Um, like saying the n-word isn't nearly like if we're going to start holding corporations accountable for their actions towards black people papa john's low on the list like well just holding their their actions regardless i mean like fucking oshkosh bagosh like a fucking kid clothing company they were like supplying they supply missiles in uh and shit like that or Did, what wait the, what what are you talking or, about what was the when you were telling me like hugo boss made the oh they designed the, all the nazi uniforms they designed all the nazi uniforms IBM shit made like that. A lot yeah. Of, yeah well also i was gonna say my my the whole bit i did that was bombing really bad was i was gonna say if you're gonna hold a corporation accountable for the treatment of the black community i'd start with newport cigarettes like that's way worse than papa john saying the n-word <laughs> They're riddling entire they black neighborhoods with cancer. Not only cancer, but they're the ones that had the fucking fiberglass yes. in their filters. So that it cuts your lungs <laughs> to make you get more nicotine into your lungs. They are literally, the they are murdering black people. Papa John just said a bad word. And that was a bit, and it was bombing because mm-hmm. nobody in LA likes to hear you be soft on somebody who just publicly said the N-word or yeah. whatever. Then And I'm bombing with it. And then Tim Dillon walks up stage. And he didn't watch the beginning of my set. He just goes, all right. Right, people papa john didn't do anything wrong he did nothing <laughs> wrong and they immediately started laughing and he was going harder than i was but because i had such shitty open mic rhythm when i was saying yeah. it that it was just bombing and then yeah, he, you, you started sounding like you didn't have the confidence yeah of a exactly comedian. yeah and so at first i was like i i, I was like oh they just i'm going too hard for them but no it's all in how you present everything nothing's too offensive for an audience it's just you got to have the right personality and delivery yeah you gotta charm them enough to get him through it. What was the gripe? <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, comics. Oh, Guam, talking yeah, in the back of the talking in the back of the room. 
Yeah, I don't know. I just have comedy is so disrespected in LA anyway that it's tough to like, you know. It's just like comedy is such a whore in LA. It's just such a beaten whore. Yeah. I don't even know. I I get it. Yeah, there's tradition and respect, but who gives a fuck? I mean, Eliza Schlesinger is respected in LA. Okay, like when are we gonna start getting into fucking etiquette? Right. <laughs> Another gripe, which is uh, gripe of the week from Rochelle F- Friedland. Rochelle Friedland. Yeah. Her gripe is people who buy so much food they leave it to rot in their fridge. <laughs> And I don't she even has think, roommates. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't even I don't even think she realized what Jenny's gripe was at the beginning of this. <laughs> She's having the same issue. Well, I think we're gonna have to do a two-headed gripe of the week winner, <laughs> Jenny and Rochelle. Which, by the way, sounds like a movie from the nineties, right? Like, oh, I'm thinking Romeo and Michelle. Michelle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what was it, Romeo and Michelle? High school reunion. High school reunion. Mm-hmm. Lydia Columbe's gripe of the week is Trump's tweets. He has zero empathy, and it's so fucking fear infuriating. I had a my aunt texted me. Um, she was like, "Oh, she's like the fires are starting to upset our president," is what she texted me, and I was like, "Oh, he found out about him finally." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's talking about how poorly managed California is, and that's why it's burning down. And uh, he ain't wrong. Sometimes <laughs> he's right. He just it is like maybe throw in sorry about your homes or something. Yeah. <laughs> Before you make your point, you cunt. How about you say it sucks that your Trump's houses are being burned to the ground? Don't bother me a bit. I I don't know. I think he, I still I follow him on Twitter, um, and I eagerly await his fucking shit. Because here's the thing, man. I'm so sick of this Trump hate. Because look, I don't like him either. But every president is a goddamn monster. At least this one is like a mess. Like, like I love a messy monster more than a smooth monster. <laughs> yeah. Carlos Valencia's gripe of the week is bitches be crazy. <laughs> Doesn't he do that every, every single week? Every single week. But then one. he followed it up. He goes, which is really a testament to how little is done to provide women with better access to mental health treatment in this country. <laughs> oh, I love Carlos Valencia. Oh, man. Uh, Jamie Morgan's gripe of the week is I bought organic milk. But then I forgot it in my car. What is with all this expert? Do you realize how good we have it in this country that you ask for people to complain and three of the complaints are about how they can't, how Keep their food, fresh yeah, all their it. food is going bad. <laughs> You're right, dude. We are fucking Rome. This is, yeah. we're living in decadence. <laughs> yeah. Let's, yeah. Who cares, dude? At least the fucking Malibu palaces are burning, you know? <laughs> Again, my condolences to any working class person in the in the line of those fires. Who do you think got the gripe of the week? I'm gonna I I, I I'm it, just because we've never done it before, it's it'd be funny to do a split one with Jenny and Rachel Rochelle. Uh, but there was another one Carlos Valencia, because you know what? You gotta love the I'm gonna throw this wild thing out there and then uh be be smart at the end of it. <laughs> Bitches be crazy. Because they don't have enough access to healthcare. <laughs> <laughs> I say we give it to Carlos. Carlos Valencia, dude. <laughs> you got a gripe of the week for bitches be crazy, <laughs> which is really a testament to how little is done to provide women with better access to mental health treatment in this country. You guys, thank you so much for listening. Colonel John, thank you for writing in. Thanks for listening to us. Like, I really appreciate all of you guys. Write us in. Write in if you guys want to. It's nosirpod at gmail.com. 
Also, uh, subscribe to us if you don't already on the iTunes. Leave us a nice little review. Follow us on all the assorted social media at NoSirPod, at Brian J. Vokey, at The Funny Carmen. We have a website, and it's badass. Uh, NoSirPod.com. NoSirPod.com. If you like the website, it was designed by a wonderful lady named Roseanne Vokey. And if you like her website, I bet she'll build you one for fairly reasonable price yeah she's fully reasonable i was gonna say fairly cheap i didn't want to say that that's not true but it's the price is fully reasonable it's (laughs) It's not fairly completely it's completely reasonable (laughs) if you like the website uh get in touch with us and i can put you in touch with her thanks so much for listening no sir i don't like it 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 no, sir, I don't like it. What the fuck is the fucking matter? 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 No sir, I don't like it. I don't want your life. No sir, I don't like it. I don't want your life. No sir, I don't like it. I don't want your life.